0: prowl. Witches ride their broomsticks and bonehead wildcats howl. So scrape your claws together Boom, the boys are back, and it is time for a uh, Q&A show, a super sad Q&A show. Actually, I actually had some non-football uh, questions, uh, had a little bit of fun. Uh, actually, I think there might have only been like one or two. Oh, there are a couple. Um, look, we'll, we'll get into it. Um, you know, it is what it is. Have heard from uh, a handful of you after the post game Q or post game uh, or the game review, I should say. This still a house of horrors, Stillwater House of Horrors. Uh, always enjoy going back and forth again. Uh, not great. Uh, sounds like the team not having a great time. It'll be interesting to see how they bounce back in Lubbock. Um, again, <laughs> it's funny, you know, with, with football, uh, one loss, the uh, the world is ending. Uh, a nice big win. Hey, we're right back in it. So um, I'll be counting down the time until uh, till that game. Um, I know we usually touch on some news and stuff at this point. Um, Oklahoma, Texas, and Kansas, the only three teams in the Big 12 currently ranked. I don't think we're receiving any votes. I didn't even really look too much into it. Um, so I figured we weren't. Um, I'm probably going to... Exclude talking about the rankings um, (laughs) unless we get on a hot streak and uh, get back into that conversation. Not going to worry too much about it. Um, Ticket sales-wise, approaching, getting close uh, to Iowa State being a seated sellout. There will be some standing room, maybe a little bit extra GA being sold. Uh, But as long as things don't completely implode, again, I think we will hit that Season sellout for football for back-to-back years. Um, Last count uh, down to under seventy basketball season tickets. Um, What we're going to see next week? uh, Any remaining tickets going on sale? Single game first to Hearn Fun and then the general population. Um, So we'll see. I, I, I think I think basketball has a real good shot to see every game as a sellout. So. We'll see what's going on there. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun winter in Bramlage, and I'm still looking forward to getting back to Bill Snyder Family Stadium. It was announced ESPN two six p.m. versus TCU again, uh, a game that could have had a lot of hype, a game that could have had a lot of excitement. Um, <laughs> it's not going to now. If 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 we beat Texas Tech, I think it'll still be a good atmosphere. I, I think I think it'll still be packed. Uh, it will be a night game All that stuff So we'll, we'll, we'll see um, I'm still looking forward to it I'm not mailing it in on this season I'm still going to enjoy every single game um, So that's a 6pm game um, The Texas, Te- <laughs> Texas Tech It's a sellout it's homecoming in They're doing the whole blackout thing Again we continue to be one of the biggest games On every single s- schedule When the Cats come to town So Hopefully the guys figure it out. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. We'll re- recap the uh, uh, Chris Kleinman press conference. I'll give him my keys, all that type of stuff. Uh, depth chart was released. Sounds like will Lee Definitely out at least this game. We'll, we'll hear from Coach Kahneman and get an update. My fear is he's done for the season. Hearing some chatter about Jordan Wright moving back to cornerback. Again, we'll, we'll get more clarity from uh, Coach Kahneman tomorrow. I expect Jacob Parrish to be back. Um, down in Lubbock, so we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm still looking forward to. Uh, I know a handful of you guys are going down to Lubbock. I am not. I I am going to be watching this one from my home with Chauncey. So we'll 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 see what's going on there. And yeah, let's get into the questions. But before we do, I want to give a shout out to my friends over at Charlie Hustle. Again, we got uh, we got a giveaway coming up here. Maybe next week. I don't know. We'll get a giveaway out to you guys here sometime soon for a Charlie Hustle shirt. Again, most comfortable, most stylish, best looking, officially licensed k gear there is. And they also have the King Felix shirt as well out there. So check them out, charliehustle.com. Got some spooky glow-in-the-dark shirts. Uh, I'm sure they'll have some stuff for the holiday season coming around. Uh, so even if even if you're stocked up, looking to buy something for someone else, gift giving is going to be right around the corner. Uh, I have one of my k State crew necks on again. It's nice and chilly. It's in the 60s. Uh, I think it's going to hit 80 again later this week, so I'm going to have to put on one of my Charlie Hustle t-shirts instead of my crew neck. Uh, but I love it. I love crew neck season. Check him out, CharlieHustle.com. All right, uh, PowerCat Ryan kicks us off. Is it uh, too early for a Bosco? I think he sent it during the game. Will we see shirtless OL photo or uh, random platinum with a band uh, pick this season? Uh, those are the those are the traditions after a road win, as we saw last year. And yes, I I I do think we are going to see. It. I I mean I mean I'm trying not to be Texas, but. I would still gun to my head predict K-State to beat Texas Tech and KU. Um, I still think we can get those two wins, um, those two road wins, and I think that we can still set ourselves up for a 9-3 and three season, kind of a see what happens in terms of Arlington, uh, get a good bowl, and hopefully win the bowl and get to 10 wins. I, I still think that this team is capable of doing it. Now they have to figure out a lot of stuff, you know, they, they have to figure out, especially what's going on on offense. Um, but I think they're talented enough. I think the coaching staff is good enough. I, I still think that can happen. And, again, uh, we'll see what happens uh, on uh, tomorrow's episode. I anticipate picking K-State. We'll see. I'm going to kind of wait and see how Chris Kleiman uh, reacts in his press conference. Um, but, but I'm anticipating picking them. So, yeah, I, I do think we're going to see it. You got Cali Mike. How much do injuries factor into our downward trajectory? Obviously, there's a next man up mentality, but some of the backups aren't equipped for the big stage. Uh, I first off, we I, I think K State's been the healthiest team every game they've played except for the Missouri game. I, I I don't think that is the case because when you when you really look at it, um, I think a lot of the blame. Kind of falls at the wide receiver's feet, which, I mean, yeah, Keegan Johnson's been banged up, but I think that's just who he is. Um, so I think that's just who he is. Uh, Will Howard, yeah, he's been a little banged up, but, I mean, he was coming off a of bye week last week, you know. Uh, Gillum, for better or worse, I, I assume he's about as healthy as he's going to get. So, no, I I don't think he can really point to injuries uh, for this downward trajectory. And, again, I I still hesitate to call it a trajectory Gonna have to see what happens on Saturday. If we get our asses kicked on Saturday, then I mean it definitely isn't gonna be because of injury. But I don't know, man. I I I, I think the backups have been fine for the most part. Again, like Austin Rowe, I mean, because most of these injuries, most of these big injuries have been on defense. You know? I mean, cause Taylor Portier's back, you know, Christian Duffy's back. Um Keegan Johnson just kind of is what he is. Will Howard was completely healthy. So no, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it really has anything to do with it. Uh PowerCat Ryan asks, if we don't have the season we were all hoping for in August, will we retain the coaches we thought we might lose? Is that a good or bad thing? Look, the coaches that we thought we might lose after the season, if we had a big season, uh, Colin Klein, Joe Klanderman, maybe Van Malone. I don't I don't want to get rid of those guys. I mean, Chris Kleiman, I don't want to get rid of any of them. I, I think it's fine. I, I think a small amount of staff turnover is fine. Um, I, I, I do. I, I think that, that getting new ideas, cycling stuff through, I think that's fine. Uh, you look at the wide receiver room, I mean, what? That's f- six guys in seven years. Or five guys in six years. I mean that that has changed over a ton. I mean that. I mean I can't help but think that maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Uh, so no. I mean th- there's a couple of guys who I think maybe aren't uh, my favorite guys who I I kind of thought might kind of get the Heath Hove. Um, but I mean, but hey, we we just won the Big Twelve last year. I I anticipated. A couple guys specifically, maybe getting fired or not being retained, going into last season, and you won the Big Twelve. So uh, I, I I think everything's fine. Um, how many times have I said that? Everything's fine. I mean, I I don't. There, there's no coach right now that there isn't any coach on staff where I'd be like, all right, hey, awesome, we we got rid of them. Let's try to improve on that. Um, there's some candidates to move on from, but. But weirdly enough, I, I, I think they aren't necessarily at the position groups folks are frustrated with right now. So we'll see what happens. Um, next one from Powercat Ryan. Piggybacking off of uh, uh, Cali Cat, how much will playing the younger Cats help in future seasons uh, similar to the 2020 season? I mean, we got a lot of young guys playing, and I think it always helps to have them playing. I I think the best way for young football players to get better is to play. So I I, I think while you're playing a lot of these younger guys, I do think it's going to pay dividends in the future. But we are in win-now mode, and and I do think K-State football should always kind of be in win-now mode. There isn't going to ever be... Uh, or at least I hope there's never because you don't tank in college football. You're never you know going after draft picks or anything like that. But I hope there's never a season where we're just like, all right, we're we're flying the white flag. We're gonna go four and eight, but hey, we're gonna play all the young. I don't think that's a con- like a, something they're trying to do. Twenty twenty was kind of like that because <laughs> kids kept testing positive for COVID, and Chris Kleiman wasn't going to uh, postpone or cancel any games. So I don't think it's exactly like that. But I but I do think that a lot of these young guys, uh, you, you look at the Austin Romains. You looked at Asin Newsom before he got hurt. You look at some of these young defensive backs. And, and, and uh, you know, I, we haven't seen Trey Spivey, Spivey or Jason Brown for a while at wide receiver. Maybe maybe we should. Um, and and that will help them develop. But I don't think they're trying to use this as some sort of development here. Another one from Callie Mike. I generally thought Kleiman's teams as extremely prepared for road environments, but that hasn't been uh, what panned out this season. Is the crowd getting in the players' heads? No, it's not. The Missouri game was not loud. It was not overly hostile at all. That was, uh, of the five games I've been to, five football games, K-State, Oklahoma State games, and Stillwater, that was the quietest I've experienced. So it's not the noise. I mean, I, I don't know what goes into it. I mean, two pretty bad performances. Now, Missouri might end up being a little bit better than we thought. And I, I think Oklahoma State's figuring things out. They turn around and beat KU this week, and they go on a run, and it's like, okay. You know, they they just they were the ones who came slow out of the gate, and then they figure it out. Now, if, if KU kicks their ass, and if they end up not going to a bowl, then, yeah, this might be one of the worst losses in the Chris Kleiman era. Uh, but i don't I don't know what it is about you know the road it, it's it, honestly it, as much as uh you're starting to hear about the team just wasn't prepared for that game i i I think it kind of take the took the place of the kind of home double digit favorite and explicit loss uh you know it, it just happened to be on the road this time i I think and I think that's a problem I think that's a massive problem and I'm not gonna say that it is. Uh, you know, oh, it's the culture, oh, it's a leader. I mean, yes, there are things that need to be figured out. But last year you had the loss. Uh, when, when you had some great leaders, this is the players program, blah, 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 blah. Um, if they If they can't rally themselves to get up for games like this and you continue to have one of these just stupid losses every week, then maybe you need to get a little bit more hands on. I mean, at the end of the day, you guys are the coaches. Those are the players. Um, if what you're doing is not working, it doesn't come down to just the the players. You know, it's like shame. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Shame. Fool me twice, shame on me. Well, at this point, when it comes to losing as a double-digit uh, point favorite, I mean, it's shame on me four times over for Chris Kleiman. We got a couple from my guy Evan D. Shanalan, Lane Lanalak, but before. I get into them. I want to give a shout out to also my friends, Manhattan Brewing Company. They got a lot of fun stuff going on as always, and especially with the Chiefs game on Thursday. I might have to, uh, I mean, I might have to make a little bit of a trip to Manhattan to watch that there. Um, they got a lot of good stuff going on, weekly schedule. Uh, Tomorrow, they got a Taco Tuesday, grab food from El Patron. Then they have $1 off uh, uh, Yankee Margaritas in the brewery. Uh, $2 off for students and military after 6 on Wednesday. They got uh, the Dog Father slinging up some hot dogs from 5 to 8. They got Chiefs versus Broncos on at 7.15. Friday is fall teacher appreciation, 20% off for teachers. And they got some weekend punch, smoking H meats from 5 to 9. They got K-State versus Texas Tech at 6 p.m. in the brewery as well. Always fun stuff going on at Manhattan Brewing Company. Always the best beers. Grab some four-packs, take them home. Also talk to your local liquor store and make sure you're getting it. All sorts of fun events over at Manhattan brewing company this week also it looks like i i think yeah it looks like uh the Girl hazy ipa a peach ipa to support the public transportation in manhattan has launched it looks delicious i haven't tried it yet but a hazy ipa with peaches uh sign me up it's gonna be the first beer i order the next time i get in there check it out tweet at me let me know how that beer is All right, uh, Evan D. Shana any places that are a must stop in Lubbock next week? I linked him up with a couple of my buddies in the Texas Tech podcasting world. I'll say when I went, I went to the brewery LBK. It's no Manhattan brewing company, but it was a nice spot there. I posted up there. I think they actually had a, uh, weekend brunch and I enjoyed it. It was good beers there. Um, beware there are a couple bars that have uh that have uh smoking inside uh those aren't fun i went to saltgrass steakhouse uh, when i was there as well that pretty decent uh i got a ribeye when i was down there that was pretty good and then they had like a top golf type place that i hung out at before i went tailgating uh, so that's what I did the time I went to Lubbock. I honestly really enjoyed Lubbock. I it, it sucks to get to, but it, but it's a fun place to be. There's a ton of stuff in Lubbock, uh, so check it out uh, and, and ask one of the great Texas Tech podcasts uh, if you if you want more recommendation. Twenty three personnel and tortillas and takes. Uh, both those spots love both those Texas Tech podcasts. Uh, just tweet at them if you're going down to the game and you want some recommendations. All right, uh, the next one from Evan. I think the big argument over Avery's red shirt is playing four versus five years. What other pros cons of having a red shirt would you give? There is none. I mean, look, unless 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 we think that Avery Johnson's going to stick around here for five years, which I don't. Uh, I don't I don't think you redshirt him. I, I think you need to be using him. I think you need to be playing him. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll definitely see what happens for the rest of the season. We'll get to S.L. Keck. Uh, do I dress up for Halloween? No, I have not dressed up since uh, the 8th grade. I don't actually really. I, I like handing out uh, candy to trick-or-treaters. I like drinking pumpkin beer, especially Pumpkin Batch from Manhattan Brewing Company. I like watching the Charlie Brown. Uh, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I like a couple of like the Boy Meets World Halloween TV shows. Uh, but I'm not a massive Halloween guy. Um, top three scary movies? I don't really watch scary movies. Like, I I, I liked the Saw series. I'm not up to date with that I thing. I, I saw it all the way through Saw 6. Um Those, I mean, those are kind of more like thrill. I don't, maybe they're considered scary movies. I don't know. The Purge movies, are those considered scary movies? I don't know. Not a big scary movie guy. And then you have been in charge of the basketball season uh, or jerseys this season, colors only. When slash how often do you wear what colors? So if if we're going to, I'm going to, this is, how, this is how I'll do it. I would, honestly, uh, with the current uniforms, I would just go the, for every quote-unquote non-big game in the non-con, I would wear, um, well, heck, I'll just pull up the basketball schedule because I like this question. These are the questions I was hoping we'd get more of instead of making me talk about that game from Friday. Hate it. Still sad. All right. Assuming they're using the same uniforms from last year and there are no surprises. I would wear the uh, white K-State versus Emporia. Assuming Las Ve- or in Las Vegas versus USC, they're going to be the home team. I'll, I will go all lavender. Then at home versus Beller Marine, I'm wearing the regular whites. South Dakota, regular whites. Down in the Grand Cayman, or not the Grand Caymans, at the Bahamar Bahamas Championship, I'm only taking the Lavenders and only taking the Script Whites. So it's Lavender and Script Whites. Versus Central Arkansas, regular white. Oral Roberts, regular white. Uh, North Alabama, regular white. Versus Villanova, Script uh, Wildcats, the white Scripts. At LSU, Lavender. Versus Nebraska at home, script Wildcats. Versus Wichita State in Kansas City, script Wildcats. Versus uh, Chicago State at home, regular White. Versus UCF at home, regular White. At West Virginia, we'll go with the Blacks. At Texas Tech, we'll go with the regular Purples. Versus Baylor at home, we'll go on a Tuesday, we'll go... Script Wildcats. Versus Oklahoma State, a doubleheader with the women's team. I'll go Script Wildcats in the white. The women can rock their gray Script Wildcats. At Iowa State, all Lavenders. At Houston, all Lavenders. Versus Oklahoma, January 30th, uh, we'll go Script Whites. At Oklahoma State on a Saturday, we're going to go all lavenders. Versus KU, Big Monday, script Wildcats. At BYU, regular purple. Versus TCU at home, we are going two tones. That's right, we are going two tones versus TCU. Um, yeah, that's what we're doing. At Texas, all lavender. Versus BYU, regular whites. Versus West Virginia, regular whites. At Cincinnati, regular purple. At KU, I mean let's go all lavender And then versus I would say at home Script wildcats there you go I don't know if that was good podcasting Content but that's what I would do Lots I I I would Wear the script wildcats and the all Lavenders more than anything else Uh Callie Mike special teams you Where the hell did it go um if you guys Listen my conversation with Um KSU underscore fan before the whip around Uh We have like a, depending on who you listen to, a top 25 special teams uh, unit. Again, I'm a little frustrated by the fair catch on some of those kickoffs. I'm definitely frustrated about the kickoff out of bounds. But we did get a blocked kick on Saturday. Um, I I, I think think we're all kind of spazzing out a little bit more than we should about special teams. Um, But again, I try to have it both ways when it comes to special teams. So, I mean, I don't know if you should listen to me or not. All right, uh, we'll keep things going with college, f ball 199 Can you give an explanation for trying to convert a fourth and eight with nine minutes left in the third quarter? Even with an inconsistent field goal kicker, it feels like taking the three points is easier than the offense uh, converting a fourth and long. Uh, If you guys listened to yesterday's episode, that was the play. That was the... Um, fourth down decision that I absolutely did not love, and it wasn't it wasn't um as much so until you had that penalty. I I, I uh let's see, yeah. It, so it, it was third and six. From the Oklahoma State 11, that was the false start. Um, and I they credited it to Christian Duffy. I think it was a mess up by Gillum not snapping it. So at, at that point, that would have been, what, a 38-yard field goal? Um, yeah, it would have been a... No, it would have been a 28-yard field goal. Uh, third and six from the Oklahoma, Oklahoma State 11. I definitely would have kicked that. Um, I think the bigger issue was that second down play where you lost yardage. Um, but, hey, it happened. Um, third and 11 from the Oklahoma State, 16. So that would have been a 33-yard field goal. I agree. I, I would have kicked it. Um, I definitely would have kicked that one. That would have brought us to 23-10. I, yeah, I, I would have kicked it. Um, that was the one I was frustrated with. Uh, if they thought that they had a play, then awesome. Um I, I I agree. I think it was kind of mind numbing um when, when they made that decision. All right, we got Kale 5 How do you explain the O line collapse? Coaching, play calling to strengths, uh, better opponents, or are they simply worse and they can get better? Ugh. Look, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think I don't think that they were like especially bad versus Oklahoma State. I, I think I've seen worse offensive line play. I thought they were pretty damn good versus UCF. Um, look, I, <laughs> I, I I was listening to Solid Verbal on Sunday, and they had like this long rant about like, does anyone actually feel good about their team's offensive line? They're like, there's like three fan bases that are happy with their offensive line. I I just I, I think that I, I think that they're probably a little worse than what we expected. I think we hyped them up and be like, oh, this could be one of the best. It's going to be the best in the Big 12. It's going to be best in the nation, all type of stuff. I mean, I saw Texas fans bitching about their offensive line. I've seen KU fans bitching about their... I've seen fans of every Big 12 school complaining about their offensive line this year. I I just think, you know, offensive line, uh, even if you block everything perfectly, um, if a quarterback steps in the up in the pocket wrong if a running back takes the wrong cut all this up stuff then all of a sudden it looks like they didn't do their job um, I, I think that they're not as good as we thought they were I think it was taking them time to gel when they're flipping stuff back and forth and again you're playing against better some better teams uh, without having the ability to have ramped up versus the two rummies at the beginning of the season um, I know that didn't really answer what you wanted um, but it's how I answered. Uh, we got Kate. I wore the same K-State shirt for uh, the loss of TCU, the bowl game, the Mizzou game, and yesterday. What are the appropriate things to destroy a shirt in bad juju? Look, I, I'm superstitious as well. You don't have to destroy it. I would just say don't wear it on game days anymore. That's like a weekday shirt. That's not a weekend shirt anymore. Uh, we got Andy Mitz from the Rock Jock Podcast. What's the biggest issues that need to be fixed for success for the rest of the year? Uh, I mean, look, I, I, I think, it, I think it comes down to playmaking from uh, pass catchers getting open for pass catchers, and Will Howard, um, not trying to do too much, but making the plays when the opportunity presents themselves. I think that's really what it comes down to. If, if the pass catchers, if the wide receivers on the outside get open and catch the ball when it comes their way and will howard stops trying to thread the needle which results in too many interceptions i think k-state would be five no um I, I saw something. I think it was uh, Connor Balazs, or I think there was some back and forth on Twitter where he was trying to make sure not everything was laid at the feet of Will Howard, saying, "Hey, well, maybe if play calling was a little bit better, or, hey, if we force some more turnovers, like yeah, one hundred percent. Like this is not a one hundred percent everything on Will Howard type of thing. Uh, but I, I think, especially, I, I think, I think the Oklahoma State game far more than the Missouri game. You look at those backbreaking interceptions. ...on plays where it wasn't even close. Like, it, it wasn't, hey, I tried to let my guy go up and make a play and they didn't. No, they weren't even close. So I, I, I think I, I think even with as bad as the offense was rest of the game, you don't do that. The defense kept you in those games. You don't make those turnovers all of a sudden. Uh, look... you you might be coming out of there. We might not be happy with that game, but you're still four and one tied for second place in the big 12 if that happens. So I I think, I think you figure that out with Will Howard. I think everything's going to be fine. Uh, thump 20, uh, is Will injured or colorblind? Again, I don't I don't think it is injured or I, I don't think that's the case. I think Will Howard and, and this is this is why everyone loved Will Howard. This is why a lot of folks wanted to go with Will Howard last year versus going with uh, Adrian Martinez. It was, hey, this guy's willing to take those chances. He's willing to try to push the ball downfield. He's willing to try to make those plays. Those plays aren't going our way now. And again, everyone is pissed off. And again, I, I just kind of was like saying, hey, you know, uh, Will Howard doesn't make those interceptions, then, then everything's fine. I, again, um, so I, I'm a hypocrite, kind of going after folks for for sending in questions like that. I don't. He's not colorblind. I don't think he's overly injured. I just think the guy tries to make plays, and he he's been making the wrong decisions, and he's been uh, you know trying to force it even too much. I I, I think he just needs to find a, a better equilibrium. Um, so that that's kind of what what I think. Uh, what does Kleiman need to change about bi week practices slash prep? That's what Zach is asking. I don't know. I'm not I'm not part of I'm I'm not part of those conversations. I have no idea. I know he talks about playing a lot of uh, young guys, doing a lot of K-State on K-State work. And again, if if the key is, hey, making sure you win as many games as you can that season, yeah, dedicate two weeks of practice to Oklahoma State. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you know, if that's the case, uh, some of these guys are going to go four months without act- actually practicing K-State stuff because they're always on scout team. I don't, I don't have the answer. Something needs to change. Something how they handle bye weeks obviously needs to change. They're really, really bad coming off of bye weeks. Um, So they need to change something. But I don't don't have that answer. Wish I did, but I don't. Is this team flopping or were we gaslit by rumors out of veneer? (sighs) I mean, there are there are, I guess it's not a correct word, because here's the thing, it is not just, it is not just rumors that came out of the near, it is not just, uh, you know, what, what uh, folks were strategically telling folks, and so, so got out to the fans, because people nowhere even near K-State football were picking K-State to make it to Arlington, or have a top three finish, be a top 20 type team, like, you really think that some of these folks who are voting in preseason polls or some of these national folks writing magazines and you know different national podcasts, you really think that they're taking every single small rumor coming out of Manhattan? No, uh, th- that's not how it went. I, I think ultimately uh, this team is missing their stars a lot more than we thought they would. Um, And and there is some sort of swagger void. There is something missing from this team being able to step up and win some of these road games. But at the same time, look, we're only a one-point underdog going to Texas Tech. Um, You you win that, I mean, look... Based based on prediction models, based on Vegas power rankings, all this type of stuff, it would not be super wild to say this team finishes nine and three. I still think that there's a good shot we can be nine and three. So again, th- there have been two very disappointing losses, but I think the only thing we have been quote unquote gaslit on is Keegan Johnson. I I I I do think that there was almost I. I Maybe I'm thinking too much about this, but I think there was kind of like a propaganda campaign to get fans excited about Keegan Johnson. I don't. I don't think the coaching staff, and I don't think people around Manhattan, I don't think people around the program were doing that just for shits and giggles. Um, look, if, if if they were, if they were, uh, if they thought that hey, Keegan Johnson's not going to be able to play a bunch, he's not going to make all these, plays, they're not going to do that just for fun. Um, so I don't think we are gaslighting. I think things just have not... Uh, they haven't really worked out the way we would have wanted them to. Uh, favorite fall dessert? Pecan pie. 100%. I uh, got a handful of questions more. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, the preview. We'll have the live show. We'll record the live show on Wednesday. And we'll have kind of a more traditional whip around on Friday. College fball one nine nine. Am I the only one who doesn't really know how good or bad this team is? On one hand, it's wild that we played a D minus game and still had a chance to tie it up. Uh, but on the other hand, I'm afraid we're gonna end up five and seven. We're not gonna end up five and seven. I promise you, we're not gonna end up five and seven. Uh I, I agree. I I think I think we haven't seen how good this team has been, or could be. I don't think we've seen a great game, except for I mean, maybe Troy. I don't know. I mean the UCF second half is pretty damn good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm I, I don't know. I I don't I don't know how good this team could potentially be, but but we're not gonna be five and seven. I promise that. Matt Harob, why are we fair catching short kicks? Did we give up on special teams? It's infuriating. Look, um Kick off it, all the analytics. Like, if you if you look at stuff, taking the twenty five without risking a fumble, without risking a, a uh, penalty to to, to uh, end you up deep. Soren Petro harps on this like crazy on eight ten, just saying, "Hey, fair catch, everything. The risk or reward is not worth it." Again, I think based on K State's history, what what we all have seen in the past. Uh, makes K-State fans really want to do it. But again, I remember, you know, that, that I, I was getting tweets, I was getting questions. Why why aren't we fair catching? Why are we trying to run it back when we're just getting tackled? So it's kind of a fucked if you do, fucked if you don't situation right now with K-State special teams. Uh, the locker room. What happened to K-State's receivers? Doesn't feel like we have a go-to outside of Giddens or Senate. Um, Look, I think that it's been a rough position recruiting wise. I think I mentioned it. What in the final year of uh, Bill Snyder? Who was was it? Michael Smith was he the wide receivers coach? I I, I can't remember. Then you had two years. I what we, we've had we had two years. Then we had Courtney Messingham, and then we had. Uh, See, I can't even remember everyone that we've had. Uh, Thad Ward, and now we have uh, Middleton. Look, we've had four different guys coaching it in in the Chris Klammon era. We've only had one year where the wide receiver coach didn't change. That was from year one to year two. Um, Getting some sort of consistent coaching and uh, recruiting better at wide receiver. Um, I mean, I think that's just kind of is what it is. We'll see. Um, But it is frustrating. I totally get it. It it is frustrating. Final one from Tristan Winkle. I'm honestly very annoyed by so many people calling out Will and saying he should be bench. He's had success. Our receiver room is not helping him, but I absolutely do not think going to Avery will fix everything. I can get behind certain packages for him. What's your honest opinion on it? I I think I shared this um, yesterday, and I agree. It is not... 100% 100% will's fault but again he does shoulder a, a lot of a lot of the blame again especially I I'm really only worried about the Oklahoma State game that's the only game where I've come away saying man that was really poor from will I know a lot of folks have have, have tried to harp on his games uh, previous games I, I don't I, I'm not here for it I, I think he had an absolutely gutty performance versus UCF. I think all things considered, versus Missouri, I'm not laying a lot of that at his feet. Um, I, I think he was fine in the other non-con games. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to destroy him for those. But the Oklahoma State game was bad. Um, and again, yes, better wide receivers would 100 percent help. Um, but you have what you have, and I'm not. I'm not. Even advocating for, I'm kind of with you, like I want to see more Avery Johnson. I want to see some packages, especially in games where Will's struggling. You force the defense to have to do something new. You force them to have to really key on on the quarterback run. And hopefully that opens up stuff either for more DJ Giddens or for wide receivers to have an easier time getting open. All the eyes are on the inside looking at the quarterback because he might take off and run it for 80 yards and score a touchdown. So I agree with you. I think some of it is a little annoying. I think some of it is over the top. But at the end of the day, here's the thing, and I said this on Monday. I'm saying this again today. At the end of the day, uh, people can be taking things too far. But when you have that sort of performance, uh, not just Will, a lot of guys had really bad performances. But when the team has that bad of a performance, I can't sit here and try to fight with fans who are who – Uh, going after guys because, hey, they they played bad. Uh, I I just can't do it. So I agree. I think some of it's gone too far. I agree. Avery Johnson taking 100% of the snaps probably doesn't fix it. Um, But I think playing Avery Johnson some will help it. I think it will help open up the offense. I think it will kind of force the defense to do something different. So – um, I'm probably in between you and what some of the other folks uh, were kind of going nuts. Again, the only thing that's really going to make me mad and, and kind of get me going is some of the folks saying, hey, we're never going to win more than seven games ever again because I think that's absolutely stupid. That's all we have tomorrow. I'll, I'll be giving my take, my uh, predictions, my keys to be, and all that fun stuff for the Texas Tech game. We'll be going live on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Um, yeah, ho- Hopefully have, have a good group um, we'll, we'll see how it goes Again I might have to change some stuff up uh, For the live shows uh, We'll see what happens uh, Moving forward uh, Especially as we get closer to basketball season uh, Thank you to everyone for sending in questions Thank you to everyone listening Obviously not a fun week to listen We're going to switch it up We're going to get some more stuff Some happier stuff starting tomorrow Uh, So, yeah, that's all I have. So, for Chauncey Bosco, the best dog in the world, we love you guys, and go Cats. U.K. State Wildcats for alma mater fights. Glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors we will ever be. a Fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Fight, 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 fight. U.K. State Wildcats for all. Ba da 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 da,